where am I? Why is my body so small and wet? And why do I have little weird little claws? I think my body's a Pokemon. Meanwhile, in another world... Gay Drew! Drew! Go Bryce! Bryce, Bryce! Pokemon is fun! <laughs> oh, it sure is! <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to the House of Mario, the award-winning Nintendo podcast, backed by 120 Power Star Rating. I'm your host, Drew Agnew, and the doors to episode 134 are open. Joining me, as always, is my best buddy, the one who lacks the toilet paper, is Bryce DeWitt. Oh my god, stop. <laughs> you, said, uh, you said no coronavirus skit. I'm like, yeah, no, I don't want to talk about that shit anymore either. And yeah. then... Here we are. Look at you, yeah. Look at what you're doing, you silly well, boy. Well, you come in, you come into my house, right? And it was just all about that you couldn't find any toilet paper. Yeah. You're very angry about yeah, it. Yeah, as I should be. As you should be. Very I just angry. want toilet paper. God damn. Mm. Like, holy crap. Holy crap. Yeah, really, holy- indeed. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh, wow. Yeah. It's a shame, really, isn't it? Yeah. It's a shame that we live 10 minutes away from the ma- like the biggest paper mill in the region. If. If not the South Australia in general. Yeah, so that's what makes it sadder. We actually live... Yes. The biggest employer of the town is the toilet paper factory. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And all three stores, three general stores we have in town, they all do not have toilet paper mm. because people are idiots. Yes. It's an airborne disease that is affects people who have pneumonia the most. It does not affect the bowels, okay? So that's strike number one. Strike number two is 70% of toilet paper in Australia is produced in Australia. 30% is from China, and that means they've just stopped importing that 30% from China. We always have plenty of toilet paper on the shelves. I don't know why people are freaking out. Mm. It makes no sense. And yeah. all I want is to go into the store and buy the toilet paper that I need for the week, not the next three months, <laughs> and then go home. Yeah, it's not that hard. No, no. Would be ideal, but we did not do a coronavirus skit. No. But uh, we did do a Pokemon. I don't know how it turns out because we do those sort of live just as we run into the show. Yeah, so. yeah we're doing them live now. So if uh, if it sounds a bit off, that's why. I think I think <laughs> we I think we did pretty good that attempt. The first attempt was uh, shaky, but I think that joking, one was yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Mm. Yes. So yeah, yeah. It's a mystery dungeon skit. Yeah, so Mystery Dungeon came out. We'll be talking a little bit about that. I haven't put too much time into it myself I, just yet. I, I literally bought it today, so I mm. haven't had time. <laughs> but I'll, I will be playing it this week yeah. uh, before Animal Crossing next week. I went and put my pre-order for Animal Crossing, actually. Ah, excellent. I'm hoping I get my pre-order bonus, which is like a couple Ooh. of key rings. Oh, cool. Yep. A villager and a nook one or something. I okay. Think, so. Villager as in like the, 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 the villager. I think the villager. Yeah, yeah. the villager. Yeah. Cool. Not, I, can't, I can't remember entirely, but yeah. Awesome. I don't know. Excited for it next week anyway. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. As time's gone on, like, I know that last year you were devastated. You were like, <laughs> no, March 2020. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Because I was just like really like you were really expecting it to it. be soon. Yeah, soonish. At, at mm. the time. Yeah. Mm. But I was, I was like, yeah, you know what? Um, like, I like Animal Crossing, but I, I can wait on it. But now, as as it is getting closer, I'm getting more and more excited about it. Mm, I am too, yeah. Yeah, so I, I can't wait for next week. Even Barry's picking it up. Oh, sweet. Yeah, yeah. so we're going to have, a, like, a you know, decent amount of people playing Animal Crossing, which is nice. Mm, at least for the first couple of weeks before well, everyone drops off again. And 
It's one of those things I could sort of just pick up and play. I know mm. that Jade will probably play it a little bit. Yep. Because um, she played she played just a, um, probably just as much as uh, New Leaf as I did, mm. I think. And this and this is a, a to get you uh, to get you acquainted with my partner, ladies and gentlemen. This is a, a girl who would uh, play stuff like Devil May Cry and uh, Dynasty Warriors and stuff like that, and that was the main cut of her jib when it came to gaming. And um, I don't think she likes to admit it too much, but uh, I've managed to get her into things that I don't think she'd ever expected, like uh, some PC games and then Animal Crossing. Uh, and stuff like that. Very so cool. I think uh, I think I'll probably get her again with uh, New Horizons. Mm. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So you're going to share a, an island together? Well, yeah, probably. Yeah. Well, she's going to buy her own new own Switch. Well, <laughs> it's kind of disappointing about that. But at the same time, I think like if she wanted her own island, it wouldn't be possible for her to achieve that because we have a second switch in the house. Mm. And like Evie's not using it all the time. When she's not watching YouTube, she'll be able to use it. <laughs> well, she'll get her time during like when Evie's at kindy or like during nighttime when she's not allowed to have a switch mm. in her room and stuff like that. That's when she'll get her time with it. So what's the, what's the, what's the update on the YouTube usage? Have you still got the app on there? Did you end up deleting it? No, I haven't deleted it yet. I bought her a new game today for her to muck around with, which is uh, Lego Movie 2 because she loves the Lego Movie. So yep. um, I've done that. I fixed her screen protector, which I botched um, when I got it for Christmas. <laughs> so I had it had a big crack down the middle. I'm like, oh, for oh, God's sake. Because no. I tried to take it off and reapply it. But as with glass screen mm. protectors, it doesn't work very well. Yeah. So I bought her a new one today. applied it correctly. Now it looks like it's brand new. No, good. Yeah. <laughs> and it looks like the entire switch had just been pulled out of the box pretty much. I cleaned it up. and Yep, cool. Yeah, it's all good now. Mm. So yeah, there's that. Um, yeah. And I've still got my old dinky one with a cracked, mm. cracked back. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you got the old daddy's old buggered switch. Well, yeah, with the I'm, half I'm waiting, capacity battery. And I'm all that. waiting for a good reason to upgrade. Um, so pro console, whatever it may be. But yeah. we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, hopefully. So yeah, if uh, everybody in Australia, I hope you enjoyed your long weekend. Yeah. Um, uh, well, was it for all Australia? Well, I, I know it's, it was. It it's was definitely Adelaide South Cup. Australia in Victoria. Adelaide Cup. Yeah, Adelaide Cup for South Australia. I think it was Labor Day for Victoria. No idea about um, the rest of the country, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. It seems like every state just makes up different shit. Yeah, and they just, just they just roll with it. Like yeah. it's like it's a day off. It's like oh well, we got a we got a horse race in Adelaide. That's a good enough reason, you know. <laughs> Labor Day, something happened before. Yep, that'll do it. Mm-hmm. It's just like yeah, just I don't know. Queensland might have arts. It's bloody hot. We can have the day off today. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah, exactly. Yeah. So regardless, hope everyone had a, a good long weekend. And if you're in a America, you get your holidays at the end of the year with mm-hmm. your Thanksgiving and all that. Yeah. You're making us jealous Yeah, over here because that's when it's like real busy. It's like, oh, I'd quite like a day off. Yeah. Turkey exactly. and all that. That sounds it's because, pretty good. It's because summer's, that's summertime, you know. Yeah. Like, and for them, it's winter. It's like, yeah, your, your busiest places in winter would be your shopping malls and all that mm. stuff. But like as for actual public going outs and stuff like that, I imagine it'd be like a little bit quieter considering how cold it is. But, you know, um, with their summer being the middle of the year, that's, uh, you know, mm. a little more sensical. Whereas for us where it's summer at the end of the year, you've got to combine it with all the holiday shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, it just somehow naturally becomes being super busy. Yeah. Mm. So as, as far as stuff I've been playing, I haven't been playing much this weekend. I've just been like dabbling in Pokemon and stuff. I haven't played Mystery Dungeon, like the full version just yet. 
I uh, pre-ordered it like just before midnight with a, a coupon. Haven't gone around to it. We've been um, busy working we have hospitality over busy. the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, you know, I've been getting home like two o'clock, but then I can't get to sleep till four o'clock when I wake up at lunchtime. So I just like my time. Uh, it really annoys me because I really wanted to like get stuff done throughout the day, but I just slept through my alarms, which didn't. That's <laughs> help been much. me the last two days. Mm. Like yesterday, um, when you said, uh, "Oh, you know, we could probably crack out the podcast tomorrow," I wake up at twelve thirty. Mm. And I was like, holy crap, I'm sore. And, you know, we've got to organize, organize some shit for this thing this week. I sent you a picture of, like, all the stuff we're throwing out. Um, yeah. Uh, so, you know, we've got to do all that tomorrow. So I'm like, well, um, I did some housework yesterday. Then today we went to Mount Gambia, did some shopping, as did you. You did that as well. I did, yeah. And then... Um, uh, yeah, come back home and did that. So, and mm. then tomorrow, which is my last day off out of the third, I'm going to be doing housework all day, which is nice. Oh, sweet! Yeah, yeah. I so, it. so I haven't told you about this yet, Bryce, but um, oh. I worked at the pub last night. I know that you didn't. Um, I'm just like filling it in for the, for the listeners who might think, oh, well, Bryce, you were there, but you weren't there. No. So we uh, we we shut up. Um, I guess uh, roughly about one o'clock or so, Ooh. and there was about. Five people left. We got rid of like the bikey group. Group. They were, they were pretty good. They were like, they put on a $600 tab. They were just smashing out drinks. And I basically like, told them to leave once like we were shutting up. Said, oh, yeah, they're all good. Then there was like five people left. And there was one bloke and he decided to take a piss next to the jukebox. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yep. Holy crap. So what happened is I was coming out, I was coming out the drive through. And I, you know, I saw him next. <laughs> just came out and just he's like basically straight in front of where you'd come out of there, and he's just taking a piss right next to the jukebox, splashing on the wall. So I go like I go, oi! I forgot what I said. I said something along the lines of "Get the fuck out!" What the fuck are you doing? So I grabbed him, grabbed him by the collar, <laughs> dragged him over the door, and literally threw him out the door. Drew, because <laughs> <laughs> he's literally. Like, oh, not literally. Like, he's very drunk, so he's not. He doesn't have too much uh, cognitive, yeah, know. balance. So I just threw him out the door. He didn't fall over anything. Don't don't worry about the poor drunk ladies and gentlemen. But yeah, no, that wasn't. Uh, what a fucking idiot! It was a uh, really, really annoying. Then like the other guys were having to go at me because I was at, throwing him out. I was like, nah, that's it. Everyone out. Yeah. I was like, you, you're doing that. You're doing the thing like, oh, just just let us finish our drink, mate. Then they go, oh, can we turn up the jukebox? Like, no, we're shutting. We're yeah. shutting the door. We are closing the doors. Our license is uh, pretty much over to serve alcohol. It is at 12 o'clock, yes. Yes, I'm uh, sick of it. Yeah. Get out. Get out. Worked all the weekend around you. And people. now some guy literally just pissed in the corner. Uh, Get the fuck out. And you can imagine what Jeff and Stu were like. They were not... Uh, no, not happy. Not impressed, no. no. Yeah. No, so they went back and they look at the footage and they're going to uh, send him a nice bill to clean the carpet. <laughs> ah, well, hey, you know what? Yeah. Good idea. Mm. Get it dry cleaned. Mm-hmm. Because like I, I wasn't, I wasn't sure. Like I was thinking, like was he, was he peeing, or was he just like pouring out a drink? But from what I saw, because when I grabbed him, I couldn't see, I couldn't see any willy or anything. Like because he, he didn't have any, he didn't get a chance to like tuck it back in or anything. And I didn't see, <laughs> I didn't see anything like any penis out or anything like that. So yeah. Anyway, that was my night last night, Bryce. 
That's why I'm not. That's why I haven't played Mystery Dungeon. I'm no. Kicking people out of the pub would have been pissing there. Wow. Next to the jukebox. I'm glad I wasn't there yesterday. Yeah. Mind you, one o'clock on a Sunday. Mm, that's pretty mm. good money. I think it was. It, it was twelve o'clock. Mm. Mm. It's still a lot of money. Yeah. You would have started at five. Yeah, started at five. So that's thirty thirty six bucks an hour. I would have on a that. Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but yeah. And there was another guy who kept the winning on the TAB and he was just, he never lost. He was just winning, putting two, 200 bucks on, winning 500, come back. Wow. And his wallet was fat as shit. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, I'm just sort of talking about this because I haven't played any games. Yeah. No, that's fair enough. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, that was my weekend. Instead of playing games and enjoying myself at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. What about you, Bryce? What have you been up to slash uh, pretty much Pretty much the same as you. Same as me. Yeah. yeah except um, <laughs> except I did a double shift Saturday instead of uh, splitting it over three days. Yeah. Um, but, Just fun. Uh, <laughs> no, it ain't because it's like, you know, you go to work Friday night, you come home, sleep for six hours, get up, and then you work 16 hours in a row. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Actually, talking about the pub. Um, we had a staff party and we we're talking to one of the, the guys in the kitchen, uh, Baxter. And last night he's like, hey, I listen to your podcast. I'm like, oh, like as in this podcast. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, oh, I'm like, oh, sorry. I'm like, oh, what did you think? And he said, oh, yeah. I'm like, oh. So, <laughs> he's just like, oh, there's a lot of noises in your podcast. I just wasn't really uh, ready for it. I'm like, oh, yeah. What episode were you watching? Oh, this like the, the, the last one with uh, talking about Animal Crossing. It's like, oh, I'm like, oh, did you learn anything? It's like, oh, I learned that Animal Crossing's got a few new changes. But apart from that, not really. I'm like, oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> I'm glad you... Thanks, Bax. Glad you didn't like it. There you go. Yeah, well, if you're listening now, mate... That's all I have to say to you. That's all we've got to say to you, Baxter. Sorry, mate. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, apart from that, uh, I... Logged into Pokemon Masters and got myself oh, yeah. mm. everything. <laughs> yeah. So they got like an anniversary celebration on at the moment. I'm like, cool. All right. Yeah. So they had two two uh, Cygna suits, which are limited time role characters, uh, Elisa and Red. And I got them both. And then uh, I got enough while just passively playing and leveling them up to uh, roll Steven. And I rolled Steven and Metagross. Nice. So here I am, and I've got like all these new t- new toys to play with in Pokemon Masters, and I'm like, cool, all right. So I've leveled them up, and now I'm ready to tackle any of the little little challenges that are sort of there. But the problem with that is, at the same time, is I've got these characters leveled now. I'm ready to go. I'm all set to go. But I don't know what I'm supposed to be aiming for at this point. Just leveling up, yeah. Your people. Well, there is much. more. There is more content there. Well, yeah, but that's just the same shit I've been doing for ages now. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, they've got the Mewtwo event back, Mewtwo and Giovanni, which I've tried to grind a bit of. But my God, you have to repeat the same quest so many times, and me getting hitting the auto button over and over again isn't exactly intuitive gameplay. Yeah. On the way to work, you were just making me just redo the battles while you were driving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just the grind. I was driving. I'm like, you have a job today, friend, here. You're just going to press two buttons to restart the battle. And that was so I could level up Red and Elisa because they're, uh, yeah, super high tier and ridiculous. Mm. So, yeah, I put a little time into fighting Mewtwo a little bit. But to be honest, I don't know if I'll finish that whole debacle. It's, it's like maybe... 
like to say maybe about 12 points a run or something like that. Mm. And you need 800 points, mm. yep. uh, <laughs> which, you know, that's battle one. 10 times for 120 points. Mm. So seven. About, yeah, about 70 Roughly, times. Yeah. About 70 times. Mm. Maybe maybe a little less than that, maybe 65 65 times i got to run that thing and i got to, you know, they don't have an auto-repeat function, so you can't just, like, hit it and then leave it, then come back to it later. You've got to literally hit uh, repeat after every battle and let it auto. So if I get bored of it, I just forget about it and then my phone locks and I don't fucking worry oh, about yeah, it anymore. Yeah. So um, I don't know if I'll bother going back and doing that. They've got the, uh, the, the new battle tower thing, which is, like, you can climb all the way to the top, but... Um, your Pokemon keep the damage and health they had before. And then, like, mm. if they all faint, you've got to switch them out yeah. and then use a new team to sort of keep climbing. And I didn't realize that to begin with. So I only right. got five stages in and then I lost. I'm like, huh. Well, I guess that's me stuffed for this month because it won't refresh until... Oh, it's monthly. I think it? so. Yep. Yeah. So is it fun? Is it fun to do? Because yeah. um, people will know that back in... I can't believe it was a year ago. Just to, just to go it's back a, to that. Yeah. I cannot believe Pokemon Masters is one year old. Yeah. When you were saying it's the one year anniversary, I'm like, oh, maybe it's the anniversary for something else Pokemon mm-hmm. related. But yeah, I was shocked that it's been one year already. But yep. um, we know that that game has had, you know, pretty... When it launched, it had like barely any content. Like we had... You had a good crack at it and you got to the end and it was sort of like, oh, well, you put it down and you sort of just picked it up now. Yeah. Do you think the sort of updates over the year have been uh, good enough to keep you interested again or was it you just sort of dabbling with it because of uh, the events going on? I mean, if I really wanted to get the most out of it, I could go and do a whole bunch of leveling and shit like that. But in my own head, I'm like, uh, do I really do I really want to do that? And I mean, like, there is a couple new events that sort of rotate, like the Rayquaza, the Mewtwo, all that stuff. And mm. yeah, that's cool. But... As far as I can tell, because I've only done the Mewtwo one, uh, because that's the one that's currently in rotation, um, it is not hard. <laughs> and I am not struggling with it at all. The problem with it is that it's a major grind. Mm. And I really can't be bothered doing that major grind. I can literally just hit auto and auto do it. Especially now that I've... Because it's the same situation I had back then too. I've now come back to the game. I've spent... Um, my gems mm. and got a couple rolls. I got Cygnus suit Elisa and Cygnus suit red and Cygnus suit Elisa is the best, the bulkiest support in the game with the best, uh, abilities to help power up mega evolved Pokemon. And then I have Cygnus suit red, who is the quickest to transform time, uh, mega evolution to Charizard, uh, X. Mm-hmm. Um, so they mesh together really well on their own. And then I've just got whoever in the third slot, because to be honest, at that point, it doesn't really matter. And I can just auto pretty much any battle. And like even, even the Mewtwo, the Mewtwo is not that hard. I feel like I could have beaten the Mewtwo with the team that I had before uh, with um, Olivia Lycanroc, uh, Lyra and uh, not Lyra, sorry, Rosa and um, someone else. Yep. Uh, and it would have been fine. Um, so, look, I like I appreciate the content, I guess, that they've added to it. I haven't done any of the new stories or anything like that. I know that they've periodically been adding um, stories as time goes on. Mm. Um, but, 
I've, I haven't been keeping up with them or anything like that, and they've got two new ones on at the moment. But I'm not too interested in them. Yeah, no, fair enough. In it, like, it, it's good if you want flavor text on characters, but apart from that... It's... See, that's what interests me, just like the... Uh, You'll get plenty. Sort of the, the characters um, and all that, but... And you will get plenty of that. Mm. But and, and, and like sort of what they're doing with like limited uh, time stuff, like with like Rayquaza and all that, I was like, mm, maybe I should go in there just in case, uh, just to get it, just in case I want to go back to it. But yeah, I sort of like, for me, like I, I told you this the other day, I'm like, I'm pretty happy just with Pokemon Go. This is like my Pokemon mobile ex- experience. Just going into that and playing that, like that takes enough of my time on my phone, <laughs> let alone without other stuff to check as well. I guess they're talking about that. It's just like um, this weekend there was the Team Rocket takeover. So basically all the Pokestops became, uh, become Team Rocket stops. And I took my dog for a walk around town and had a look what's going on. Um, a lot of poison type Pokemon spawned a lot more. So I was catching them trying to get candies to uh, evolve uh, some evolutions I don't have just yet. Yeah. And yeah, I didn't actually reverse many Team Rocket grunts because I was walking. I didn't want to stop at every single one and then just like do a battle. Yeah, so I just I just like exited out of mall to be honest. So I didn't actually really use the event to uh, what it was meant to be. But um, also, Darkrai was in raids, and Darkrai is a Pokemon that I, I actually need for my living decks um, because my one from Diamond and Pearl wouldn't transfer over because um, I basically used a glitch to walk there and catch it <laughs> rather than actually get the ticket for the boat. And the game detected that, so I'm like, oh well, I need a uh, need Darkrai. So see, that's kind of stupid. <laughs> like, I understand it to some degree, mm. but that at the same time, that's still technically a legitimate Darkrai. It is a legitimate Darkrai. It's just, uh, it's just you had to use a glitch to get to it. But I walked there. Who's who's really to blame when they literally don't distribute the event, the events back here? Like they didn't back in those days mm. at all. So yeah, back in those days, but they did do Darkrai a couple more times, but. I just missed uh, I just missed Darkrai, which is annoying, especially considering that because uh, I thought I was good until it's like, no, you can't transfer here. I'm like, you're kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I was like, oh well, I should actually try and get one, and it, it was a it was a chance for a shiny as well. So that's always exciting to uh, try and get a shiny. But um, in town, it's just there's like Pokemon Go chat in town here, but it's just like no, it never works out. No. It seems to, and I saw someone caught it, but. There's a there's a couple of people around town who have like two, two phones, two accounts going at the same time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think they're all like I think they live in a house together. So it's like a big Pokemon Go like team, I guess. But it's just hard to sort of tag along <laughs> with people like that. Yeah, yeah. Especially when you don't know them. That's right. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so I guess that was my Pokemon Go. That was my gaming for the weekend, really. Went for a walk with the dog. And that's the, pro- <laughs> that's the problem as well, I feel like, with Pokemon Go, is that when you live in a small community like this, it does stagnate. And mm. that's why I haven't been back to play it, like, constantly. I'm having enough... Like, it's only really the raids it affects. I'm, I'm having fun with everything else, just, like, just walking and levelling up. I'm having enough fun with that and collecting Pokemon. Yeah, but, but for, for anything to be labelled raids in a game for me... Yeah, yeah, I know. With you yeah. being a big MMO dude, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that makes me go, all right, I want to do that thing because that's yeah. the point of it. You're yep. supposed to, that's mm. your build-up. That's what you need to do. Yeah, and especially with like Sword and Shield, obviously it is very similar. They got they got kind of the idea for Dynamax raids in Sword and Shield from Pokemon Go. Yeah. So doing that, it's, it's kind of it's like very similar. So I'm like, oh, I want to go and get the better thing, like the, the five-star legendaries. Because I haven't got one legendary in Pokemon Go. No. Not one. I've got one. <laughs> 
Yeah, because yeah, you got it in Melbourne though, didn't you? Yeah, because yeah. I'm like, oh, look, Giratina's, a, Giratina's about to go down. And then I got in with a bunch of people who mm. were sitting out front of the, the centre. I'm like, yeah. yes. Yeah, and that's a shame too because that was like probably a month or two before I actually got back into the game. So I think I, I like when you said you got it, I'm like, oh, sweet. So I pulled out my phone. Uh, it was gone. <laughs> it was gone. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, like I tell you what, when we go to Melbourne next or PAX or whatever, I'll be all over Pokemon Go when we go to the city next time. Yeah. All over it. I think that's when I enjoy playing it anyway. Mm. Like when we're in something bigger. Being around here, yeah, not enough motivation. It's still, it's still, it's still fun enough for me. It, make, it's, it gets me, it makes me say, okay, I'm taking the dog for a walk and uh, yeah, get out and catch some stuff. So, yeah. So, Bryce, how you going, mate? Good, mate. <laughs> Good, mate. <laughs> All right, let's uh, talk about some news. It's uh, sort of a very scattered week for, for news this week. So uh, let's just jump into it. Well, Bryce, it's been a quiet week in uh, Nintendo news, but uh, the uh, Nintendo PlayStation has uh, been sold. Yes, it has. Yeah. You know what? Um, it was funny because... Um, Jade pulled pulled me up on it last night and she's just like, that has to be fake. <laughs> I'm like, actually, no. No, <laughs> no it is not fake. <laughs> and I explained the whole history of it to her. I'm like, yeah, no, it was a thing. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So I actually haven't list- looked too far into this uh, sort of uh, news article, but we'll learn about it as we go, I guess. Mm-hmm. So the man behind Pets.com has purchased a Nintendo PlayStation for 360 k and this uh, article comes from my Nintendo News. And it reads, The Nintendo PlayStation prototype recently went up for sale at auction and and the winning bidder had remained a mystery. Until now, it turns out that the winning bidder was Greg McLaw, who is the founder of Pets.com. He purchased the uh, lucrative prototype for a staggering 360 k and plans to open a gaming museum as he has a vast collection of legacy consoles and rarity uh, rarities, including arcade machines. Uh, hopefully, others will be given the chance to see it up close. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much the just the information from my, my Nintendo news. I'm glad somebody like his, mm. his like him got his hands on it then, like somebody that yeah. actually intends to do something with it and not just keep it in the dark. Yeah, because it would be a shame if it was just like, say, someone like Metal, not, not even Metal Jesus Rocks. He obviously will showcase it and that. But someone, I guess someone like me is like, you know, I like Nintendo. I've got money. I don't have money, but <laughs> just like I don't have that much money to spend on Nintendo stuff. But just like I buy it, put it like in my room. Cool. Yeah. Like it's good someone like that didn't buy it. <clears throat> um, but you never know, he might not get around to making this gaming museum and just <laughs> Well, he sounds he sounds yeah. motivated at least and said that he's got like a good collection he wants to put on put on show. So you know what? Um I have a little bit of faith. A little bit of faith? A little bit of faith. Yeah. Excellent. Can't complain too much about that. Yeah. I think I think that's probably yeah, so once it's all set up, I look forward to sort of seeing more information on it all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this one's also from my Nintendo News. So Nintendo will be attending Gamescom 2020. Gamescom 2020 doesn't happen for another five months, but there are already exhibitors signing up to attend. The official Gamescom Twitter shared a list uh, of the first gaming companies and studios that have decided to attend Gamescom 2020. One of the companies listed is Nintendo. Unfortunately, we have very little information about what Nintendo's Gamecom, Gamescom 2020 lineup of games will be. Nevertheless, Nintendo will be attending. 
Uh, we've included the official Gamescom tweet for down below. And who else is attending so far? Just loading. Very exciting. Mm. Oh, so mm. I guess just like your your normal sort of uh, uh, companies you expect there. Uh, Xbox, my.com, Nsoft, <laughs> Nintendo, Sega, THQ Nordic, Twitch, Ubisoft, Wargaming. I'm just going to see if there's a PlayStation there. No PlayStation there yet. No PP station. No PP station. No. Oh. No. What a shame. Yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, that's that. Hopefully, this isn't uh, another one of those things that's going to be uh, affected by the coronavirus. Hopefully not. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, speaking, speaking of which, coronavirus outbreak results in Nintendo of America employees working from home. Yep. So, this article comes from Nintendo Enthusiast. Uh, there's no secret that... A COVID-19 out- outbreak has had a massive effect on the global society. Major events are being cancelled left and right. Air travel has uh, been decreased and anxiety among the populace continues to grow as the virus spreads to more and more countries, seemingly on a daily basis. Over in the US, particularly on the West Coast, a new confirmed uh, new confirmed cases of the infectious uh, virus continue to rise rapidly. Plus, Nintendo of America, based in Washington, has decided to let its employees work from home. Uh, Kotaku has obtained a statement from from Nintendo, which confirmed that it is uh, that is doing this as a, a temporary step. Uh, so the full statement reads: Nintendo of America has taken the precautious uh, step to allow NOA employees in the state of California, Washington, uh, the opportunity to work from home. The safety and well-being of our employees is our top priority. We are continuing to closely monitor coronavirus developments and share our concerns and support for those affected by the coronavirus outbreak. So there's a lot of uh, companies that have been affected by this and have made a similar uh, step to sort of protect their employees. Uh, Microsoft was one of them with, um, I think they did the same thing about a week ago or so. So it's good to see that Nintendo sort of... uh, Stepping in there and you know making sure it doesn't spread because obviously, um, if their people on the ground are sick and all that, they won't be they won't have a good company. You know, you know no, what I'm no, that's right. Mm. Yeah, better be safe than sorry. Mm. You know, I'm I'm glad that uh, like a lot of companies are taking this stance though. In yeah. general, like every time I hear about it, you know, people <laughs> it's getting closer and closer to home and. You know, no, no actual cure for it yet or anything. It's a kind of a scary thing, I guess. In some cases, mm. I don't, I don't think it's uh, as scary as some people are making it out to be. Um, because at the end of the day, the common cold kills has killed more people so far this year than what that has. Uh, but I think the thing that's scary est about it is that um, there's no cure and yeah. there's no way to actually treat it. So, but once once that gets in line, then we'll be right. Yeah, yeah. I guess this sort of brings up like the we we're talking about this uh, earlier in the week that like what's going to happen with events like E three E three is going to be like the, we've they've uh, called off the the game developers conference and E three is sort of next on the horizon in June. Uh, do you think it's going to uh, affect that sort of at this stage? It's sort of hard to tell because you don't know whether it's going to sort of. Uh, massively spread or it's going to keep going at the uh, rate it's going or I actually don't think um, I, I mean the convention itself might not happen but I don't think it will celebrate anything 
going. Uh, it will stop anything being celebrated going on, whatever it may be. Mm. So, like, your directs will still happen around that time, your E3 direct and, you know, whatever. Um, so, even if it does get shut down, I, I dare say it's, it's the thing most companies are planning for, you know, all year. And, I mean, PlayStation sort of dropped out, but they kind of need to have some something around that time now this year, you know. Because the new console coming out, that's generally how it works. Mm. Um, and then Microsoft being the last real uh, company there, I guess. Yeah. In terms of the big three. Um, Even there in the, what was it, the uh, Microsoft Studio or um, stage, which is like across the road, basically. So it's still mm-hmm. not an E3. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so. Even if it does, even if it does go down, I don't think the the stuff around it will. You know the the reason people tune into E three, yeah. Um, and then I think rather than just dying, I think uh, they might take this opportunity to reevaluate um, the conference and like the the whole event itself and all that and. Yeah, you know, do a refresh, I guess, because I think that's probably the biggest problem with it at the moment. Mm. Well, I think this year was like a, this was the year they were going to do a big sort of, I guess, kick themselves up the ass in some respect because they were losing money and now it's going to be basically kind of like a big packs where where you uh, get big announcements and that just it's going to be a lot more sort of a consumer facing show. Mm-hmm. Um, rather than what it used to be years ago where it is just like industry people. Related. Yeah. yeah. And I, I don't know if that is sort of like it It does feel like it's slowly losing its charm and maybe this will be the year that uh, that will just sort of disappear. But yeah. uh, I mean, to me, to me and I'm sure a lot of people probably doesn't, hasn't lost its charm mm. in some ways. Like for me, I think it's like, it, it's almost like a holiday in its own. Yeah. It's that time of year and video games are going out the door like hotcakes and, you know, <laughs> yeah. that's what that's what you're there for. You want to see what the big stuff is. And they need something like that in their year, I feel like, like the whole industry does. I, I don't think that it's appropriate to just sort of be like scatterbrained with the whole thing. I think that's when everything goes to a mess. Having one event where everything just goes, bam, here's all our, here's all our things on the floor, out the door, see you later, you know. You know? I, I think that's... <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's that's the magical part about E3, and I feel like they can't really deject that, and it's kind of kind of got to stick around in its own regard. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I would definitely miss it if it does disappear, but yeah, yeah we'll, see, we'll see what happens. It doesn't affect yeah. us a hell of a lot being, you know, Nintendo fans because we have our own mini E3 mm. every couple months. <laughs> In some yeah. sense, but um, I do feel like they do put that little bit extra into the E3 ones over any mm. other ones. Yeah, so it's sort of um, yeah, yeah, and sort of their like live uh, stage shows will you know disappear with it as well. It's not just a direct; they usually do the tournaments, whether it's Smash Bros, Splatoon two, yeah, and they're, they're like they're a lot of fun to watch. It's sort of just like it's it's it is like marketing. It is tr- it is their world stage. Yeah. It is marketing, but at the same time, it is just like more of a laid back sort of fun approach to just like being Nintendo fans and watching that. That's the thing that'll yeah. that'll suck most is like not having them 
officially Nintendo endorsed championships. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of community going on mm. there. I wonder what they will play this year, whether it will just be like Smash again. I guess they've got like a DLC pack and all of that to push still. Smash and Sploon will probably still be there. Sploon? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sploon. Do 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 do. Doodly do, scoop, 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 Let's move on to a, another very serious topic, Bryce. Mm-hmm. Um, next Super Smash Bros. Ultimate event is Spiky vs. Round. <laughs> Yay. So this is, this is a super quick one. But if, uh, if anyone sort of follows the uh, online events in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, the next one is basically round characters versus spiky characters. Hooray. So Nintendo has recently announced the new uh, event tournament for its addictive Super Smash Bros. Ultimate on Nintendo Switch. This time it is spiky versus round. And the proceedings kick off on the 6th of March. Does anybody care about these things? Uh, I don't really know. I mean, I... If I'm playing the game and I see it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll give it a go type of thing. But I haven't, uh, yeah, I'm not like, oh, shit, I better turn on the game to to compete in spiky versus yeah. round. And, and so- sometimes when it, sort of the events are a bit more interesting, when it's like, uh, I think when the game first launched, it was like villains versus protagonists or yeah. heroes, yeah. And see, stuff like that is fun. But when it's just like, I think. Spiky versus round. I think, I think that one's a bit of a, yeah. bit of a stretch. Bit but, of a hit or miss. But I thought I'd just bring it up just because it's been a slow news week and it's kind of like, oh, mm. spiky characters versus round characters. Beautiful. So I guess uh, next up is uh, Super, not Super Smash Bros. Uh, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team DX recently launched and it's come out to a Metacritic score of 68. And a lot of people are like, oh, wow, that's really low. Like, you know, I guess uh, when you're putting it next to uh, other first party games on Nintendo Switch or not that this is a first party game necessarily but exclusive games on Nintendo Switch you're like oh that's pretty low but I, I do remember with Mystery Dungeon the games always always reviewed pretty poorly and but I really like them yeah I was the same way I'm like yeah. I'm like why is it rated so low like a lot of like uh, reviewers and that saying oh you know it's got boring gameplay like it's got a bad story and that but I'm like I liked all of it they're, they're mm. the best Pokemon spin-off games by far. Yeah. Yeah. I, f- I thought it pretty. It was pretty interesting anyway. So I, just, I, I literally looked at screenshots today because I was going to give it a pass for for now. I was in the same vein as Link's Awakening. I was like, I'm, I'm just going to give it a pass for now. But I was looking at screens today. Mm. I'm like, oh, memories. Yeah. I'm like, I think I need this game. Trial <laughs> <laughs> shit. And all, all of a sudden, whoops, I slipped over a banana peel and out I walk with Big W with a copy in my hand. So it's 15 years old. So did we play this game when we were 10? Yes. Holy shit. I cannot believe that it's been that long. I played uh, Blue. Um, yeah, I because, did too. Yeah. Because On it DS. didn't really make a lot of sense at the time to be like, I'll play Red because I've got a GBA. But mm. yeah. Yeah. And I loved it, and I loved the sequels as well. But the problem, the problem with Mystery Dungeon games is that the first couple were really good, and then you had Gates to Infinity, which apparently was pretty garbage, and I I couldn't stick through the first hour of it. Yeah, see, I never actually like I'm when I was a kid, I'm like, oh, don't worry about the bad reviews. I played it. I really enjoyed it. I really liked the characters and the gameplay and everything about it. But then when it came to the DS one, and they reviewed. The same as the DS one and the Game Boy Advance one reviewed. Um, I'm like, oh, you know, I didn't get very good reviews, so I missed them. I didn't play them. There was a lot of other stuff I was playing on 3DS, so I did, didn't have to go back to Mystery Dungeon necessarily. You're talking about Gates to Infinity or Super Mystery Dungeon? 
Uh, so, sort of both of them. I know Super Mystery Dungeon that reviewed better, much yeah, much better. But it was still like it still wasn't like but the problem with high Gates, in the uh, review charts or anything. The problem with Gates to Infinity is they wanted to be like, ah, oh, anything can turn into a dungeon. Look at this little hole in the pot. It could be a portal to a dungeon. Turn mm. on your AR camera and it can be a portal to a dungeon. And it's just like, yeah, do I have to? Do I have to go through yeah. this gimmicky? So there's like stuff on handhelds. All you want to do is just sit there and play it. Yeah, you don't want to be on the bus, the train, your couch. No, yeah. Bed. Because you don't want to be in a bed. It's like, all right, um, put your camera up to a a QR code. Like, it's pitch black. Yeah. (laughs) I don't want to wake up the other person in the bedroom, whatever it is. Yeah, I hate that stuff. The thing with Mystery Dungeon for me, I think I enjoy about it most, is that it is sort of semi-roguelike in its own in its own way. Mm. It was one of the first, like, maybe not so much in the earlier parts of the game, but as you go on, um, where the dungeons get higher and higher on the floors and stuff like that, that is where you get your roguelike from. Like, you go, you get to, like, through the dungeon, mm. you get to a part where you're like, all right, well, I'm really getting scrapped for bits here. And then you get torn apart by the dungeon and then you get kicked out, but you still, you know, you still keep, the teammates that you make, you still keep the items that you got, you still keep the experience that you have. Yeah. And then you kick back, you go back in and try again. You might get a bit further. You know, it, it was very roguelike in its execution. And it's the only one that I can say that I've been like, yes, I'll stick to this game and keep playing it. I'm not big on roguelikes. So I'm a bit shifty on them. Mm. Um, so it is definitely, in my opinion, a great game. And uh, like, well, the original was. Um, so I'm really keen to get back into this one. Um, just because it's that bit of nostalgia for me, but I also, in, that's probably the ones I enjoyed the most. Um, the, the sequel was good, but I think there was something that annoyed me about the sequel. Can't remember exactly what. I really like, I think the sequels were my favorite. Um, was it Explorers of Time and Explorers of Darkness? Yes. And then, uh, the, the third version <laughs> afterwards, Explorers, Explorers of, of Sky. Sky. And uh, yeah, I really enjoyed those. I thought they were really good. I really love like the characters in it, like you know, Bidoof being like the the timid, and then Grovile being like the time traveling Wino. Yeah, I thought it was really cool. Uh, yeah, me too. But I think I think the thing I like about the first one is the magic of like, oh shit, you're a Pokemon. Ooh. So it's like we got to find out why you're a Pokemon. Why is this a thing? And then you sort of go on, and then like it comes to like that. Oh, I can't spoil it because yeah, it's technically spoil it. Yeah, yeah. But you know, it, it comes, it comes, it comes to a, a T after like a really long road, and you're like, oh, that was a nice journey. But with um, uh, explorers of time and darkness, uh, it was more of a like, here's an epic story. You don't really give a shit while you're a Pokemon. It's just about the story that's going on in that world. Yeah, and yeah. I really liked uh, sort of like the characters now, like all intertwined and sort of like the the bit of a twist that come and. Mm. I thought it was really good. I thought the writing was really, really well done. Oh, so do I. I'm not, I'm not dissing the writing. I think the writing in the second one is really good as well. I just mm. think I like the first one because it is a simple. Yeah, it's, it why is. Why am I yeah. a Pokemon story? Yeah, it's why um, am I a Pokemon? Yeah. There's like a small village to explore. Yeah, like just a nice amount of characters, not too many. Mm. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I probably, yeah, yeah, I'll probably put the sequel up there, but yeah. Yeah, I just also want to bring up like the user score for um, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon um, DX. The user score is eight point eight, so obviously users rate rate it way higher than uh, sort of the critics. And going yeah. back to the the DS version um, of like, the original game, it uh, 
its Metacritic score is a sixty-two, whereas its user score is a eight point two. Yeah. So it, obviously back then. So well, that basically just tells me that this game's an improvement over the last over the first iteration, which is good. And I mean, I can see how that is because um, I know that uh, there is some shiny Pokemon in there. Um, oh, cool! But it's only specific ones. It's only specific Pokemon, so don't get your hopes up too much. Um, and that uh, some of the Pokemon that were sort of useless before now actually can uh, evolve. And this is sort of pertaining to like Gen Four Pokemon, like a Honchkrow and Yanmega. Oh, gotcha. They're, they're yep. in the game as well, mm. which is good. You know that 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 is an overall base improvement instead of just having these useless Pokemon that don't really yeah. do anything. You know, it, it adds to your roster, which is good. Um, hmm. I like that. Because yeah. these, these games were Gen 3, weren't they? Yes. Back then. Yes. Yeah. Yep. They were 100% Gen 3. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, now you've got all those Gen 4 evolutions that were, you know, make make those Pokemon like uh, Yanma and Veracrow a bit more useful. And then uh, they made sure they... Uh, actually, I'm not sure if they put in... I'm a little bit confused on the status of Eevee. I'll have to Google it while we're talking, but... What, whether they put in Glaceon and Leafeon. Leafeon. Yeah, yeah, because they put in Sylveon. Okay. Yeah, they've put in Sylveon, but I'm not sure whether they put in... Um... Hmm. Yeah. So while you're looking at that, Bryce, I'll just read some of the, uh, I guess, like the, the the bits at the end of the review. So the highest rating review for the game from the critics was an 85 from Video Chums. <laughs> And they say, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team DX is a top-notch example of what mystery uh, a mystery dungeon game uh, games are, are capable of. Once you pick it up, it's hard to put down. And with dozens of hours and challenging fun, it's definitely worth adding to your game library. And at the very bottom, I'll just scroll down there, it was given a 40 from Metro Game Central. Um, and it says a... <laughs> A freely uninteresting roguelike that undermines the most compelling element of both the genre and the Pokemon universe. How? So there you go. <laughs> it was one of the first roguelikes I can think of, like, of the modern era. I, I, I'm not going to say no, but I really don't know. <laughs> I sort I, of, I I sort of yeah. Because roguelike never really blew up as a genre until stuff like Rogue Legacy and... Uh, you know, Dark Souls, I guess, to some degree, come mm. out. I guess just with like the more indie game movement, sort of a lot of indie games sort of latched onto that because it was easy. Oh, well, not easy, but it was uh, easier to make a game for them that you put a lot of time into, but don't have to like make levels and levels and levels and all that <sighs> type of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I don't know, man. I think um, I think people uh, who are sort of just coming into Mystery Dungeon DX and not actually playing the original probably don't see the same appeal that original Mystery Dungeon fans do. But you know what? That's the case in most in most ways. Uh, what they need to realise though is that this is a remaster technically of a game that is now, what do we say? 15, 15 years old. Mm. You know, yeah, you have to keep in mind that these, this game is made for the people that want to play it in a very similar original form. And uh, if you don't like it, well, it's probably you probably might have liked it 15 years ago when it was actually the relevant thing at the time for a roguelike. It was one of the only roguelikes out there for a portable system. Mm. I can't think of many. <laughs> I don't know about you. I can't think of any, but I'm sure there... There, there would some. have been something, yeah. yeah. maybe, you know, but at the, 
you know, it, like I said, it didn't really explode as a genre until... Because, like, rogue, roguelike, it comes from... There's a game called Rogue on PC, and that's where the, sort of the term comes from. But I don't know when the game Rogue came out. I think no. it was, like, yonks ago. Okay, no, so... Oh, all right, so all evolutions are in the game. Um, do you want to know the Gen 4 Pokemon? Uh, sure, games? if you've got a list there. Okay, so um, the new edition Pokemon in Mystery Dungeon Deluxe uh, that were not uh, in there previously are uh, Budgew, Roserade, Ambipom, uh, Miss Magius, Honchcrow, Chingling, Bonsley, Mime Jr., Happiny, Munchlax, Riolo, Lucario, because of course Lucario is like the mascot at this point, uh, Mantike, Weavile, Magnezone, Licky Licky, Rhyperia, Tangrowth, Electivire, Magmortar, Togekiss, Yun Mega, Leafeon, Glaceon, Gliscor, Mamoswine, Porygon Z. Yes! I was, I was about You're to waiting ask. for that, yeah. <laughs> I was about to ask, yeah. <laughs> Gallade, Probopass, Dusk Noir, Frostlass, and Sylveon. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. So those are all the Pokemon that went in there before because it did cover from Gen 1 to Gen 3 every Pokemon. Uh, but obviously, every Pokemon I just read out is Gen 4 or, in one case, Gen 6. Yeah, or just yeah, linked to... Linked, linked to Eevee. Those existing Pokemon yeah. somehow, yeah. Evolutions that um, are linked to existing Pokemon in those generations have been added to this game just to make those Pokemon a little more useful. Mm. Because, let's face it, there are a lot of Pokemon in there, like, you know... I wouldn't say Rhydon per se is useless, but much better if you have a Rhyperia or Yanma, Yanmega. Yeah. You know, it's better off. Yeah. Thinking about Yanma without its evolution now, it's weird. Isn't I, st- it? I still think it's weird. I still think it's weird thinking about Dunsparce not being the pre evolution of Yanma. So, you know, that's just me. Yeah. That's just me. Why have they never done anything to poor Dunsparce? I don't get it. I don't know. And they continue to just... Uh, they continue to ignore him. No, every generation as well, it's like they make a new Dunsparce. You know how there's always like a Dunsparce clone and a Pikachu clone? It's always like, you know, uh, it's like Stunfisk, for example. <laughs> They're just like... Yeah, but Stunfisk is actually kind of useful. <laughs> yeah, it was more useful than Dunsparce. Yeah. yeah, it was useful in some sort of metagame there for a little while. Maybe it's a Galarian form. <laughs> Didn't he? Yeah, he even got a Galarian form, you know, <laughs> which is pretty cool. Yeah. Actually, just like sitting here and talking about it, I'm really keen to dig into this, and hopefully, we'll have something a bit more personal to say next week about it, rather than just uh, what everyone else is saying. Yeah, no, that's yeah. right. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But looking forward to it. So, Bryce, this uh, this week's uh, Aussie eShop download roundup brought to you by Vooks.net. Thank you very much for running it up for us. I guess. Thanks, Vooks. Love Thanks. you, buddy. <laughs> Um, so if you guys want to see a full list, go and check it out at books.com. They've got a nice list there for you. So the games that came out this week, Bryce, are After Party, Arcade Archives. Oh, and by the way, um, pick out a game that we uh, should look in, look into as well. Yeah, okay. Arcade Archives. Okay, no archives. Uh, Microscope uh, RTS Action. <laughs> Avo Cuddle. Uh, Bargain. Fur is Going to Fly. Bleed Complete Edition. Uh, <laughs> Breeder Homegrown. Director's Cut. Darts. Dude, stop. EQQO, Fight Sim 2019, Frozen Friends, I Am Ball, Ib and Ob, uh, <laughs> Claria Botica. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Are you butchering names there or what's going on? Probably am. Uh, Langris 1 and 2, uh, Lost Horizon, Murder by Numbers, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, 
Rescue Team DX, Save Koch, uh, Sword Breaker The Game, Syrup The Ultimate Suite, The Story Goes On, Tower Inferno, Unlock the King, Become a uh, Welcome to the Promise uh, Primrose Lake, and uh, <laughs> uh, Waterling. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go to this game. Okay, there you go. That's so, your pick. Yeah, sure. So chase down the hero across beautiful scrolling levels and show him who's the real boss. Take control of the uh, Wonderling. It's a W U N D E R Ling. Yeah, Wonderling. 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 Wunderwaff. You know, it's meant to be German. German, yeah. Wonderling. Okay. So, take control of the Wunderling, a low-level video game goon who has just unlocked the power to jump. Uh, oh, that <laughs> sounds fun, actually. Yeah. Unable to stomp or chart, change direction at will, you will need to plan ahead to master the Wunderling's Wonder, abilities to navigate treacherous scrolling levels and chase down the pesky hero. I like that. Yeah, that's actually... That sounds good. Yeah, it, it kind of look by the looks of these, uh, like the uh, screenshots now, it it looks like it could be something similar to what uh, Mario vs Donkey Kong is, where you got to do like the control the yeah. the mini Mario, isn't yeah. it? Something similar to that. So it's twenty two fifty on the eShop. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Looks uh, looks pretty good actually. Nothing yeah. else. Nothing else really caught my attention. But uh, I, I know what Langrissa is. But uh, why don't you open up Langrissa and talk about Langrissa? All right. Langrissa one and two. Mm-hmm. It's brought to you by Ice America. Yes. And uh, it is seventy five dollars. So yes. heroes die, but legends live forever. You are the arbiter of fate in a world ravaged by wars, wars through generations of heroes who battle for peace, order, or chaos. Command uh, Leiden, uh, Luwin, uh, and their companions in their quest to obtain the sacred sword, uh, Langrista. Langrissa. Langrissa. And restore peace to a war-stricken land. Decide who your uh, allegiance lies with the Languster 1 and 2 remastered for modern consoles. Mm-hmm. So it's got a free demo. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it looks kind of like very Fire Emblem. Sort, sort of. of. Yeah. Um, I have seen this It's, actually, a, it's yeah. a strategy game. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. NIS, of course. Yeah. As you said. Um, yeah. I've been meaning to touch those games, but I never have. So it's sort of like uh, with with me thinking about it just there, I'm like, oh, yeah, you probably should play them. But then I've got Animal Crossing in like in like a week. Fuck. Yeah, I've got I've got so many games on my backlog at the moment. Yeah, <laughs> just recently, like I got Tokyo Mirage Sessions, uh, Dark Siders Genesis, <laughs> Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. <laughs> Not bad to have Animal Crossing. Yeah, and it's those continuous games that hook me for many many hours. <laughs> So, guess what's going to get played out of most? Yeah, they're pretty long games. Yeah, it's the continuous games that'll get me. (laughs) The games, um, sort of for March. I've just got Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, uh, Animal Crossing, and uh, Colin Moriarty actually has a game coming out on PlayStation Four and Vita. Another one. Yeah. But I'm gonna um get that. That's not a that's not a game that will take up too much time. It's sort of just like a um a shoot 'em up type thing. Shmup. Yeah. But yeah, I'm looking. I say shoot 'em up or shmup, bros. It's, it's shmup, mate. Shmup. Shmup is just shoot just 'em say, up abbreviated. Just, yeah, I know. Just say shmup. I want to say shoot 'em up. No, shmup. 
Okay, whatever. <laughs> Say shmup, you shmup. <laughs> you bloody shmup. You bloody shmup. Uh, anyway, yeah. So, Bryce, before we go to Reggie's Rec Room, what should we talk about this week in Reggie's Rec Room? Uh, haven't actually sorted anything out yet. Well, that's a very good question, Drew. Why don't you just uh, hit the button and uh, I'll figure out something out. All right, let's go. Ooh. Hi, Nintendo fans. Reggie here. Thank you for your never-ending support, for giving me a mushroom kingdom full of incredible memories that I will never forget. Ever. Thanks for the drink there, Reggie. Oh, delicious. God damn it. Oh, yum. They cork eat me in the nose. Ah, suck shit. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, this is very uh, delicious vanilla Coke you poured me, Reggie. Thank you very much. This mm. is a very empty Dr. Pepper you've poured me, Reggie. Thank you very much. Oh yeah, Reggie, you're a bit tired on the soft drink there, mate. But uh... Listen, mate, I know it's from America, but you're from America. Get me some more Dr. Pepper, please. Mm. All right. Oh, yeah, Reggie. Thanks, Reggie. Thanks, Thanks. Reggie. Thanks, mate. Good to see you again. Yeah, it's great to see you, Reggie. Um, so, yeah, what are we talking about this week? This um, is a very unorganized show. Sorry, everyone. Well, look, yeah, <laughs> it's an unorganized show because we've been uh, busy people, I guess. Yeah. I guess maybe what we should talk about... Um, at least, at least for me, because I've been pretty inactive on my Switch lately, despite buying games for it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I'm guess, I guess, yeah, I guess that's something I probably want to talk about anyway, is that, uh, is, is there a reason that it's not grabbing your attention as much anymore at this, mm. at this point in time? Like, out of curiosity, I know it's been busy for the both of us and that's probably mostly the reason for it, but you know, with the Switch being as portable and easy to pick up as it is and all the time we spent on Pokemon prior to the holidays. Why is it that all of a sudden you've been spending more time on Pokemon Go than your Switch? Yeah. Well, I guess I, I, I sort of thinking about it like in 2017 I was always picking up the Switch. It's like the brand new toy. It's really yeah. fun to play with. Yeah. Um, even into 2017 still playing pretty similar games and you're waiting for, waiting for Smash Bros and that and I guess now it's sort of like, you know, that novelty has worn off and it's like a, a brand new console. Yeah. And I don't know. I guess like the last major game I was looking forward to was Pokemon and I have finished it, played it, and I'm not smashing it out like I was before. But there hasn't been a game, I guess, that big coming out for it. I think I think that's just the main reason, to be honest. Yeah. If, there, if say, Animal Crossing was out now or it came out like a bit closer to Pokemon, I'll still be on that sort of train. train. Yeah. Because there's been a decent amount of titles that have been out over yeah. the last couple of months, and I feel like um, neither of us have have been playing much at all at the moment. Um, and I mean, I know my reason, so I guess I was just curious as to why maybe, yeah, you you were not uh, picking it up as much. Yeah, I think it's just because you know, you know, the, after the new year, it was like painting, renovating yeah. that type of stuff. Then yeah. now it's like planning an engagement party. And like it's just like you know real life stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, just like. Yeah. 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 I definitely feel that. Yeah. Which reminds me, I need to take those dates off. So you better remind me that for your engagement party. Okay. Because uh, I do too, actually. <laughs> yeah. Because if I don't take them off soon, I know I'm not. I'm not going to get them off. And uh, you'll be coming. Oh. I, don't, I don't. I don't care if uh, they put you on. You'll come. <laughs> or will I? Hope you do. <laughs> Trust me, I want to come. So that's why you gotta that's why you've got to finalise the dates for it. Well, I've already got the dates. I know, I know. I'm saying like finalise them with me. If you need any help or anything, I need to know. You can help if you like. That's right. 
So I need to know if you need help with anything. We can do like a, a little practice. Whatever. I can pretend you're Chantel and we can uh, That's right, yeah, dance you can together. Twirl me on the dance floor. My, my point is, is that... I need a ladder to twirl you on the dance floor, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> my point is, is that yes. <laughs> but final, yeah, you'll have to finalise that shit with me. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, we'll get it all together and take the dates off and whatever. Yeah. So why haven't you been playing your Switch? So um, my, my mood lately has been very uh, grind-centric. Oh, and yeah. I'll be honest with you, uh, nothing on the Switch really peaks what exactly what I'm looking for in a grind at the moment. Mm. Like, And that's weird to say because I have an RPG there in Tokyo Mirage Sessions that I could be using to grind. But at the same time, you know what? You want a more mindless grind? Is that what you're... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Something where I don't have to think as much. And the thing is, is um, the, the thing that sort of sated that for me... More recently, and I mean, I'm not saying that Monster Hunter doesn't require thinking, but that came out at the start of the year, and I played a shit ton of that. And post that, has been a lot of... Uh, just on PC, just for those who are like, yes, where's Monster Hunter on Switch? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not Gen U, don't worry. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not Gen U. Anyway, um, but uh, I've been sort of playing the crap out of that for a little bit, and um, grinding and sort of making sets for my weapons and all that, and just, just the little things to slowly increase uh my game experience over time uh whereas like you know it's not it's not an absolute requirement you can just make a set and be done with it but i'm kind of like i want to make more Mm. so i'm making more and uh that was my thing and then after that uh i stopped because i'm like all right that's enough grind on the sets for me i don't need any more sets i've done enough wait for the next monster hunter title update for uh more monsters to come out and stuff, which I do soon. And um, that'll be when I pick it up again and play. Uh, so then I jumped back into Final Fantasy fourteen, where I did the insanity of leveling all my gatherers from 1 to 80 in about the span of four days, which... Back, which back in the day, one of them to get one, one of them to get one to fifty would have taken you a week or so. Yeah. <laughs> so that that tells you that tells you like how much they've shortened down the grind on those things now. So one to eighty and all of those in a couple of days, and then one to eighty in a crafter, uh, and then gearing them up and doing that. And now that grind's sort of coming to an end. Um, but I was hoping that would last me till Animal Crossing, where I could do something a little. A little grindy on the side to keep that sated and, and not and not as yeah. a main primary focus. But you know, uh, until Animal Crossing comes out, I don't have that. And now that I've finished my grind, I'm like pulling my hair out. I'm like, what am I going to grind next? So the thing, like when you're playing Animal Crossing, you might not be enjoying it because you just want to be grinding these other things too. Do you well, reckon that, that, that might be the no, case? No, 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 no. That's actually perfect because while I'm grinding those things and it's doing auto whatever. Then I can just sit on Animal Crossing and do whatever. <laughs> you know that that's why that's it, it's a little bit hard to explain in my mindset. But if I know something's going in the background, I'm achieving something, makes me feel a little bit better. If I'm just sitting there and I'm doing jack shit, I don't feel as good. All I'm doing is sitting here fishing, yeah. and I'm gonna sell this to Tom Nook, and he's gonna give me some bells. Yeah, but I'm achieving nothing. But there's on my phone. There's some numbers going up. I'm achieving exactly. everything. Yeah. I'm achieving the it's, world. It's the cookie clicker mentality. Yeah, like when cookie clicker was back back out at the time. It's the very same feeling. It's like oh, I'm achieving something in the background. So that's how it is. Mm. You know, I had a, I had cookie clicker going for a month, and uh, <laughs> holy crap! 
You were so productive that week. I got a lot of I like I got a lot of cookies, my friend. I Ooh. I I farmed so many cookies on Cookie Clicker. It was auto clicking those cookies for me. Wow, it was a lot of cookies. It's fantastic. There's one way to wear out your mouse. I'm like, ah, no, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm making auto click everything. So I did that, and then yeah, and then I lost my Cookie Clicker save, and now I'm sad. How many cookies did you have? Billions, <laughs> <laughs> like literal billions. Very happy for you. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, so I think. There's just not anything on Switch at the moment that fulfills the same need of grind that I'm after. And, like, that's what Animal Crossing is. So what type of game do you want to see on Switch to fulfill your grinding needs then? Oh, boy. There's so many so many games that... Uh, or is is that type of genre even a good fit for Switch? Is it just better for phone and you just should play them there? No, um, I don't think so. Uh, so... I think there's a lot of things that can be achieved and probably still have sort of been achieved in like Dragon Quest X, which is not available here um, mm. in an MMO or something like that. I would, they put one MMO, they've got one MMO on the Switch called uh, Onigiri. Mm. And Onigiri is uh, very old and not very fun and uh, filled with bots and viruses and the like and stuff oh, like sweet. that. Oh, <laughs> uh, I played it and you know what? Uh, cool. I'm impressed to see an MMO running on the Switch and it was nice and everything. But I would I would absolutely love it if I could have just gotten... Uh, what was it called? Uh, rain... Shit. Rain shit. No, I can't remember exactly what it was called. Rainway. Rainway. I, oh, I, gotcha. I would, I would yeah. have been really happy if Rainway did end up coming to Switch because then I could just Rainway to my computer and play those grindy games on my Switch. But it hasn't come out for it, and I don't know why that is, but obviously something hasn't gone right in the cogs, and it's not worked. So that's kind of depressing, because I would use my Switch all the time. Yeah, because Rainway is like a way to stream stuff from your PC to yeah. other devices. On, yeah. the, on the same home network. And then I could, mm. I literally could just Rainway to my computer and play those grindy games on my Switch from wherever I wanted in the house, and that would be beautiful. But instead, would be I could, sick, yeah. I've got to use my laptop. And I mean, that's not a bad thing in its own way, but it is still a computer that I have to lug around. It's not as easy as just cutting it around in my hands, mm. you know? Uh, so it would be nice if I could do that, but I can't at the moment. So I just got to live with it and <laughs> just gotta live with it. Play, play, <laughs> play my computer because I, I, I don't know what went wrong, but Nintendo, uh, if you if you turn down Rainway for a reason, please revert it. And <laughs> Did it end up coming to other stuff? Yeah. PlayStation, Xbox? Yeah. It did. Yeah. Yeah, so something, yeah. And Android and Mac, uh, I, I like iOS. Yeah. It's all coming to that, but something went wrong in the dealings with Nintendo, I guess. Because I, I remember sort of looking, like talking to you about it in 2017 when the Switch was brand new. Yeah. They're looking into doing it, but they sort of, they, they do it through um, web browser, don't they? And the Switch doesn't have a web browser. Yeah, but they're, uh, it actually does. It has an internal web browser that you can manipulate but um yeah but you don't want to do that every time you want to play a game no but mm. listen listen to me now boy oh, i'm listening listening to me now oh, they were propo- open. they were proposing an app they were going to make an app so that it would work on switch like relatively yeah. flawlessly and you know what uh i wish they did it because in the in this one road um i'm finding a lot of use of like streaming with my steam link to my tv like from time to time where I'm just like, I could crack out the laptop or I could just use my PC, which already has the shit installed and I don't require too much latency draw problem or anything like that. I can just use the TV and, you know, connect my controller to it mm. and 
Bygones yeah. be bygones, you know, that type of thing. But unfortunately, um, you know, uh, that that in its own implication, it's like I can't drag the TV to bed with me, so I'd like to have my Switch for that type of thing, and it never it never went through. So now I don't have the option anymore. I kind of just got to use the laptop and pray that my Wi-Fi connection reaches the other side of the house. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, I completely forgot about that app, to be honest, so you just brought it up. That would be really cool to say it. I'm sorry. And you'll be able to stream your cookie click, clicker from your thing. That's exactly <laughs> right. Oh, my God, you're a genius. Is this what you need? Yeah, cookie clicker. But, no, uh, it would have been great, but... Cookie um, Mama's cookie clicker. That's right. Cookie Mama. That's right, he says. That's right. Cookie's Mama. Cookie. Um, <laughs> cookie's Mama. Cookie's clicker. Mama, cookie. Uh... So yeah, I, I guess too long didn't listen. Uh, I'm, I've been really feeling the grind, but Animal Crossing is the need for that, and that's why I'm excited about it coming out. Is because uh, it's something that like I can have something grinding in the background or whatever, and I can pick it up and just have something nice and easy to play. Uh, where it's also passive grinding, you know. Uh, I can build up my village and make it look real nice and make it look real good. And just, yeah, just really nice. But it's the game that fills that void for me. And there's the there's the Nook Miles. Uh, sort of aspect, but it might sort of satiate that uh, need to grind as well. I don't know how uh, how like satisfying that's going to be. Yeah, just like it's going to be pretty much achievements. Like you know, do this, get this many fish, catch mm. this. It's like that'll be fun just to check it every day. Oh, I'll go and do this. Yeah, because like an Animal Crossing, a lot of people people who don't like it are people that sort of need direction. Yeah, what to do? That's right. Yeah, and like. For me, I just like go into it and just do what I want type of thing. But yeah. people that need that direction and even for me when I just sit there and go open up the menu and go, oh, well, I was going to go some fishing and I might as well try and catch the red snapper. So I'll do it in the ocean instead of the river Yeah, like type of thing. So that's that's cool. So, yeah. so that sort of uh, might help that because I know in a Animal Crossing pocket camp, I really enjoyed like, like basically every new villager you talk to, you get experience. Every item you send, you get experience. You get experience for absolutely everything you do, yeah. and and I sort of, I think it did take away from the game itself. Just mm-hmm. like you, do, I don't care about talking to the villagers. I just want to <laughs> see that bar go up. Yeah, and it's 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 a lot of fun, just like leveling up. But it takes away just from like wanting to like grow some nice flowers, yeah. get some nice village. It takes away from that. It does, yeah. So yeah. I, I would like to see sort of that XP move into like normal Animal Crossing games, but not <laughs> like that. Yeah. Because then I'll, all I'll be doing is just like, oh, I just want to level up. Mm. So, yeah, it is, a, it is a bit of like a dangerous sort of a balancing act what you should uh, put yeah. into it. But yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, because that's why I sort of stopped playing it because I'm like, oh, I got to like level 40. I'm like, all right, um... That's enough. I don't know why I'm just going for these levels. It's just like a bigger number. Mm-hmm. And like people on my friends list, they've been playing since launch and they're like level 175. I'm like, oof. A bit much. That's a, that's a deep rabbit hole to go down. I don't know if I'm I'm ready for that. Yeah. I'm not going to dig that far. Nah. Yeah. 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 I've never played it. So, <laughs> Yeah. So I think like a lot of people, they're going to be out there going to be like, Bryce, why are you just playing these like mindless grindy games? But they might also be like, hey, I've been playing them too. Give them to me because it's kind of—it is just like a drug, really. Those games, because like there's addictive qualities like that. Those type of games are just purely addictive quality. That's what they are. Well, yeah. <laughs> Stimulate the brain in that sort of like with just with numbers and that. It's not like playing Smash where it's just like say fun. Something that was planned mm. and hasn't happened yet or never happened was um uh 
when you were doing a, a Drew story last year. And, um, I mean, I know you're rebooting, like, well, not rebooting it, but booting it back up and getting back into it mm. uh, as as we free up our time a little bit more coming into this year. Um, you were going to talk talk to me about, uh, like, growing up in MMOs and mm. stuff like that. Still am too. Yeah. Yeah, if, if exactly. You come, if you come on. Yeah, yeah, I'll come. Um, okay. But uh, <laughs> my... Uh, I guess, I guess to give you a little sneak peek of that, it's a lot of it's community too. Like the grindy games, like I said, I, I, I need to satiate my need to grind at the moment as well. But at the same time, um, I'm not doing it alone. Mm. There is a community aspect there to it. And, yeah, yeah. you know, that, that has been sort of big on my list in gaming as I've come into the internet age, growing up through gaming on the internet and all that stuff. So... Yeah, and um, as a communal thing, it's working towards a bigger goal, which is good. Mm. So, yeah, and uh, I mean, I'll talk about that one day uh, when you eventually put that back up and yeah. Yeah, get it going. So, yeah, if you have, if you want to hear about that, then you can tune into that when that comes to it. But hopefully it sort of explains this conversation a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just thinking about uh, sort of... Um, sort of like grindy things they can put into existing games. This mm-hmm. is one thing I'm thinking of, like... Say back in the day, it was like a, it was really hard to get Pokemon to level one hundred. Yeah. But now it's like you can do it in it's two two minutes yeah. if you've got all the candies, which you probably will if you're just playing the game naturally. Mm. Um, do you reckon it'll be cool if they like put in like a trainer level, which is uncapped, and you just like earn experience oh, for your shit, trainer yeah. for doing things? Yeah, that'll be really cool. Yeah, and you unlock things and mm. yeah, give you a reason to sort of. Pay a bit more attention to the game. Yeah, just that's the thing is that, that that's what it comes down to is paying more attention to one game and achieving a goal. Yeah, um, it's it's the same way of looking at like achievements and trophies where you were like, got to get me them trophies. Like there yeah, was exactly, a time where yeah. you were like, got to get me them trophies. But the problem is, is like at the same time, um, I don't feel like they hold as much value as like achieving something in like a long-standing game. That's like yeah, yeah, it's purely like aesthetic and like yeah, and like someone. Like for example, if I get the platinum trophy in something, and someone someone can come to my profile, I've never gone to someone's profile and gone, "Wow, he's got the platinum trophy in this, or she's got the platinum trophy in that." He's got the platinum trophy in Hannah Montani. No, I actually don't. I gave up on that. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that, that was a, that was a similar thing because similar thing to what I'm talking about with Animal Crossing um, on mobile. It's just <laughs> it ended up taking away from the games I was playing because I would have like. I'll have like a pile of games. I'm like, oh, you know, I've got Spider-Man. I've got this. I've got that. I'm like, I want to get the Platinum and that, 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 and that. But then I just end up just not enjoying myself. I'm just like thinking about, I've got to get this task to get this, 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 and this. Yeah. And it sort of just like takes away from it. So with Platinum trophies and trophies on PlayStation, I sort of just like stepped back. I'm like, I really enjoy this. But it's sort of like, it's taking away from just playing the games. And, and with like the achievement system on Switch, I'd love to see an achievement system on Switch. I wouldn't. <laughs> but yeah, but at the same time it is like a nice little refuge to go to away from like some of that stuff because it it does take up a lot of like room in your gaming head, I guess. You're not thinking about, "Oh, well, this was really fun and this you're just thinking about <laughs> achievements, 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 trophies, 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 number bar go up." Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I don't yeah. know. I I've got a little bit in that my a little bit of that in my head though where I've spent a lot of time grinding and grinding and grinding uh, on one particular game for 
what would seem like a bit of a minuscule result. But again, uh, you know, when we do eventually talk talk, uh, talk about it one day, I'll explain it in a bit more detail that makes a little bit more sense. Mm. Yeah, and then it 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 it'll uh, it'll culminate in that, and you'll uh, be able to understand that a bit more, hopefully. Yeah. So yeah. No, I just feel like uh, turning off the podcast and uh, grinding in Pokemon Mystery Dungeon well, after yeah, this. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think that's the plan. I'm about to go home, eat dinner, and do that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a Chantel and I got to go and clean the gym. Oh, have fun. Yeah, holy crap, have fun. <laughs> Won't be uh, playing it just yet, but hopefully afterwards. So, Bryce. Thank you very much for joining me and everybody. Thank you very much for listening to the House of Murray episode 134. Beautiful. If you enjoy the show, subscribe, all that fun stuff. I'm not going to go through it. You know what? Don't feel like it today. You know what to do. (laughs) I just don't feel like it. Smack that like button, hit that subscribe for cool content. Also, leave a five-star review on your platform of choice. (laughs) It really helps us a lot. Thanks for listening, everybody. So, yeah, that does it. And that's pretty much what I sound like as well. <laughs> and that's why I did it. <laughs> hey, guys. I'm Drew. See, that is that that is my voice. This summer. This summer. This summer experience the beating of a lifetime. The beating of a lifetime. Where do I go to experience the beating of a lifetime? When Drew walks through park in the midnight Ooh. and then gets beaten up by a bunch of people while he's playing Pokemon Go. And he's gone. Just hit the, the play on the trailer. Wow, look, a Cinterquill. Ah, there's people with baseball bats. Oh, don't hurt me. Oh, God, this is going dark. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this week's Nintendo Jukebox is a Pokemon Mystery Dungeon boss battle remix. Mm. And is by Video Game Remixes. Beautiful. Just wonderful. So, everybody, thank you very much. Thank you. And this week's doors to the House of Mario are closed. Catch you later.